Have you ever turned on a podcast in a public place and started listening, only for the three dumb hosts to suddenly start talking about Wolverine's cock? Well, it might happen if you listen here, so here's your friendly content warning that, um, we're gonna probably talk about Wolverine's cock, and we'll definitely swear a bunch. Hi everybody, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. We're Aeronauts and we're back with more Word Balloons. We've been flying high on our own hot air, but have stopped our journey to Wonderworld to answer your nerdy questions. So with that in mind, Zach, what's our question this week? Why is the Hulk green? Obviously going off of, like, when... when he's... green. Not gray? Yeah. And, and the, I mean, the real answer to this question, the most basic, is uh, he was originally gray, but... Color was like coloring for comics was shit back in the sixties, and there was no reliable way to get gray. Like mm. in those first few issues, he was in uh, that he was supposed to be gray in color. I think as a kind of a like possibly undead. Those early Hulks was straight up half Jekyll and Hyde, half like Frankenstein's monster. Right. But because of the way that the inking work, one. He, the color would bleed through to the page on the other side, and then two, you would get ranging from, like, bone white to, like, black black. Mm. You couldn't get any random things. So they're like, alright, we have to change this. Oh, he's all, even for Marvel in the 60s, he's all radiation-themed. Green is radiation? I guess he's green now! Right, so I was the one that did some research on that, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm wondering, do you guys have any guesses why radiation is green? Uh, editor and Stowaway Steven here. I just got finished readjusting the uh, dampeners on the gamma radiator we have. How green were they? <laughs> not. Is that good or not in that case, if all <laughs> things are green on the gamma? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it, it wasn't, I'm just curious. <laughs> it wasn't green, so I don't know. How many tumors do you have? Lots. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I keep them in a jar. <laughs> oh, I actually... I assume it's not this, but part of me was wondering... Did we pick up green from the Hulk? Because, I mean, like we've talked about it before on the show, I'm pretty sure the term bizarro comes from uh, the comic book. The answer is no. Okay, I'm not surprised, but yeah. Stoa, any, any guesses? I have absolutely no clue. I guess my only thought is, like, retro 70s, like, glow-in-the-dark watches? I mean, you're on the right... You're on the right path. With oh that. my god, the radium girls. Yes. Radium in general is why radiation is green. Oh, sweet. Radium has a slight green glow, mm -hmm. and they used to paint them on watches to do that's how they did glow in the dark watches. They literally painted radium yeah. on it. Oh, there was just like radium paint that was oh god, what was it called? It was I don't remember. Undark. Oh my god. One oh, hate that's... that. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, but that, the reason I said Radium Girls, because, yes. you know, I know of it because of various, like, did you know about this horrible thing podcast that I fucking love? Dude, people lot. are fucking wet they, for that fucking story. They hired mostly women, it was a good play to get job, to paint Radium paint on the watches. And um, almost all of them died horrible tumor-filled deaths. One, because they were always around Radium, and two... I don't know if you've ever done, like, mini painting or any kind of, like, small brush painting. You will, at some point, lick the brush. So, it goes for, they were encouraged to lick the brush to keep 
the point fine because they were trying to get like just like a dot on the end of the dial and that's the fastest and easiest way to keep the point fine because otherwise you have to like fuck with it here and do that and like but if you just uh, i mean this has been a long-standing problem because we used to make like I want to say cyanide-based paints before mm -hmm. that, back in the day. Like, we didn't Mercury. know a lot of shit. <laughs> Mercury was a big one. Yeah, I mean, that's why Hatters, yeah. Mad Hatter was mostly too much Mercury going on. Oh, all of those poor women, they either got tumors or their jaws fell off because of the tumors. Like, Yes. Uh, so uh, the answer is radium. There, well, I did run into a slight anecdote, but I didn't see much backing it up. That there, there is the possibility too that some of the first reporters that reported on like going and getting to go see nuclear reactors, they had to wear uh, lead-lined eye protection, so and it wasn't explained to them that it's the lead that's making everything kind of look green. Oh, I've through. never heard that one before. That's interesting. I didn't see much to back that up, but I did see somebody throw that out too, that that probably, if it did happen, it probably just helped propagate the idea that radiation is green. In reality, radiation is generally almost always you can't see it. There are certain things that can happen, both naturally and lab conditions, where you can see radiation. Obviously, there's a number of factors that go into that, so you can't say that this would happen 100% of the time, but if you were to see radiation in the visible spectrum, more than likely it's going to appear blue because huh. of a thing called Chernikov radiation and how all of that works. It's it's kind of the subatomic particle uh, uh, addition of a sonic boom. Okay. Interesting. I do think they do still paint watches with... Uh, uh, tritium. Yeah, tritium, which is significantly less terrible for you. And also, they don't, you know, stick it into their mouths. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really the bad thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, now I'm just thinking of the Hulk, but he's just covered in radium. I mean, there have been, like, attempts to recreate the Hulk, and it's the Hulk, but covered in tumors. Same thing. And, like, there's uses for gamma radiation. Yeah, but not... Okay. But not you know, the Hulk. <laughs> Good. Not the Hulk. Anyway, in order to keep our journey going, we're going to have to drop some ballast. Luckily, Zach is stuffed to the brim with assorted genre facts. He is so fucking stuffed, people. He is about to come apart at the goddamn seams. We cannot stop these facts from just dripping out of him. Just waiting for you to find a way to make it kind of horny. Okay. Zach, what do you got this week? So... We're going to play a little game here. I am going to tell you the name of this character and his abilities, and you're going to guess what he looks like based off this description, like what his gimmick is. Okay. okay. His real name is Tony Trent, which doesn't matter. His, I guess, alter ego is either The Face or Mr. Face, depending on things. And his abilities include being an expert unarmed combatant, uh, as well as a swordsman and expert marksman. I'm going to say... He's just kind of like a Danny Ocean type. He's just like a, a burglar cap that just sort of like, he's the face, right? So he's charismatic and talks to people. Oh, and see, I immediately thought of the face from the A-Team, specifically the newer moderator, uh, modern movie they made with Les, uh, what is his name? Not a great movie, but better than Liam I expected Neeson? an A-Team remake to be. Right? <laughs> My second guess is just like crazy amounts of masks. He's super ugly. You know, he actually kind of got it. <laughs> He's super ugly. 
The face, his costume was a full-on tuxedo and a big scary mask that he used to scare supervillains. It was green skin, big kind of over-the-top vampire teeth, and orange, wild, like, on-fire hair. Oh, very... He's the face. Kind of super Green goblin-y? <laughs> super scroll plus green goblin is what I'm getting. Later on... When they brought him back recently, they gave him a new power of the ability to cause terrifying hallucinations with his mask. That's better than just the mask. Like, yes. I'm okay with that. Because they were trying to... It was that whole, we've talked about it, Project Superpowers, where, like, people got... Golden Age heroes got pulled into Pandora's box. Oh. And, like, mm-hmm. released, and they were changed. Cool shit. That and his great... Like, it makes your greatest fear come true. And his greatest fear is he could never remove the mask. So now he just... Has that for a mask. I kind I like that. That's a lot better. That's a lot better. So, the face is radio announcer Tony Trent, who decides to fight crime after having witnessed a murder committed by gangsters pretending to be cops. Tony Trent's pretty dope name, too. Yep. Uh, so, radio announcer Tony Trent with no superpowers, no nothing, just a Halloween mask and a tuxedo, ready to fight crime, possibly with a sword. Why a tuxedo? Other than, like, I imagine the time era, it makes more sense. But, like, that sounds uncomfortable. Baller uh, The look. only thing I've been able to find is, let's see, this, this this description here. Originally created by Mart Bailey. I think that's supposed to be Mort. The character wore a frightening green mask with flaming red hair, a vampire's white fangs, and ghoulish yellow eyes. Underneath the mask was a deep blue tuxedo, which gave him more class. <laughs> So you take okay. It's so you take him serious. Yeah. <laughs> this folk, you know he's not some fucking pleb. <laughs> this jackass shows up in some jeans and a hoodie, wearing a mask. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I'm not scared. <laughs> Tuxedo. Oh no! I just always imagine so him holding a martini. Like I can't not. Like no matter what's happening. Oh, I already hate myself for You're about very to say scared. this. Oh no! So he's tuxedo mask. Didn't. <sighs> Sound is about as useless. <laughs> the face fights ordinary criminals, gold makers, whatever the fuck that means, the hook. <laughs> like alchemists. <laughs> the hook, and even the Japanese when the face frees the flying tigers from a Japanese ship, and then randomly, like, he disappears into the public domain in, like, the, I believe, the 50s, and then reappears in the 80s just as, what is, dot, 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 the face for a three-issue run. Please, universe, give us the face, the mask crossover. You know what's fucking wild about this? He appeared in so many comics compared to some of the ones we've talked about. Phantom was in, like, 23 comics total, I think. Right. The face first appeared in Big Shot Comics number one and continued until issue 62. Okay. Okay. That's and then in run. issue 63, they take away the stupid mask and he just goes around as Tony Trent. Just upgrade. Just Tony Trent fighting crime without the face. Until Does he still have the tux? It's still with the tuxedo, and I imagine the martini. Keeping it classy. That's right. Until Big Shot 104, the final issue of the series. He also had a two-issue series run of his own title as The Face, and then a two-issue series run just as Tony Trent. Okay. Trent Cram. Trent Cram. <laughs> Independent. <laughs> The face. Dude, now they need to hire that fucking (laughs) actor. I would. I will watch him play Tony Trent all day long. Oh my god. And putting on that stupid mask. That's kind of it. His whole shtick is tuxedo, scary mask, 
profit. Villains are a superstitious and cowardly lot. Like, they keep comparing him to Batman. I'm like, is he, though? <laughs> I mean, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's the whole making them scared. I just, like, his, his whole thing is basically when a dad puts on a Halloween mask and jumps behind the couch going, ooga booga booga. A boo. <laughs> Well, uh, that's it for today, folks. Uh, we're taking off, but before we go, we'd like to remind you to hit subscribe and check out all of our sister shows at earvrm.com. That is E-A-R-V-V-Y-R-M.com. Other ways to get in touch with and follow us will be in the show notes. As always, we want to give a special thanks to our editor, Stephen Gady, and to Ian Ford for our theme song, Tracks. Until next time, I'm Tyler. And I'm Zach. Up, up, and away. <laughs>